Operandi Podcast with your hosts, Alan Miller and Dr. David Overby. Recorded on the 10th of December, 2020. This is episode 212. And now for the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Wonder why uh, my co-host, Doctor David Overbeat, say hello, David. Hello, David. Uh, and I have uh, been missing for a couple of months, and it's because there really hasn't been anything in the news, uh, nothing interesting happening. So uh, difficult to find material. Oh, just so, just boring. Everything's just the same old routine. Over and no, actually, the truth is, I've I've had a lot of uh, uh, music stuff going on and just have been basically unavailable so hey everybody uh welcome back uh wow what the fuck okay um let's see um as of today this is the the 10th um day before what uh day before yesterday no to uh, on december the 7th uh, uh pearl harbor day my father's birthday um that was "Quote unquote safe harbor day for votes, and all the states have um, submitted their findings. Their all of the all elections are final. The electoral college has been selected. Um, safe harbor is done, and um, apparently Biden won." But uh, Donald Trump continues to uh, not concede, and he has um, – he's basically trying to get states to uh, send um, – what are they called? Faithless electors um, in the stead of the actual – the ones that have to uphold the law because every in every state in, in the United States um, – the the electoral votes have to go. Oh, and now this is not true. In most states, well, no, actually, in all states, the votes have to go to um, the people according to how many votes that they got. Um, but most states, all of the electoral college votes go to. We, we got to get rid of this fucking thing. It's so dumb. Um, but uh, all of them go to uh, you know whoever was the the popular popular vote winner. And at this point, it's just, I mean, it's over. It's been over for quite a while. It's just kind of funny that Biden keeps winning and winning and winning. Um, and even, uh, did, I, you, you don't do Twitter, do you, Dave? Not really. Um, the, uh, our lame duck president posted this Photoshop picture that's from a QAnon group. Of of what's her name of the the new Supreme Court, um, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, of her with these like demon eyes, where they're like glowing bright, 
as if she's going to somehow change what the Supreme Court does. And uh, when presented with the uh, with the with the uh, lawsuit that uh, Pennsylvania would uh, should uh, uh, overturn, like oh, I can't even remember. It's 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 millions of, of votes. Uh, it's over a million. Uh, that they should all those votes should just be thrown away. They unanimously, and this is this is the Roberts Court, and there are some wingnuts on that fucking thing. You've got Kavanaugh, you've got Thomas, you've got um, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, um, just really right wing people, and it just was a unanimous no. This doesn't rise to the point where it's worth us dealing with. Basically, I mean, there, there was it was one line. The the uh, them declining to hear the 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 case, which means that everything's going forward. Um, now Texas has is trying to um, sue for other states for not uh, going in favor of Trump. It's, I, I, dude, I we thought it was bad with the hanging chads in Florida. Back in in two thousand, um, this is just this is just fucking batshit, man. I don't I don't. Well, it's one of the uh, classic ironies of America that a, a country that is always pounding its chest about how competitive it is is just totally non-competitive. Like it never matters that okay, this has happened and you lost. Instead, they just say, you know, do over, do over, or no, just, you know, change it, make us win. I mean, there's just not any even slight adherence to what the actual contest was. And it happened, and it was already drawn out long enough, and it's over. And I think Romney said that, you know, candidates are entitled to recounts, you know, double-checking results and so forth. I mean, it is true that this was an unusual election because of the pandemic. There was a high number of mail-in ballots, but uh, there's never been any evidence (laughs) that any of the things uh, that are being claimed by Trump and his people has actually happened. Well, that's, they they don't they don't they don't care. They just all they have to do is keep saying that it happened. And there's this there's this this well, sure, large so minority of Americans like, that fucking will believe it. That will believe that that shit happened. And it's like, but no, I'm not even sure they really believe it as as much as it's just that they're throwing a tantrum. No, I really think that a lot of those people truly do believe this. And I kind of I think that. More than half of Trump himself believes his bullshit, which is why he's able to 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 pull it off. He can, he's always been able to live in this alternate alternate universe, <coughs> and whenever he's been challenged, he's just been able to sue his opponents into the ground. And now he's run into a situation where that just doesn't work, but he still can't let go of. You know he is he has made a statement. Therefore, that statement is true, and it will always be true. He still has yet to apologize to the uh, 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 Central Park Five. You know he called for their right. execution. 
you know, these innocent kids, and they literally were kids. They were what, fourteen, fifteen when they were when they yeah. were arrested. And he was calling for them in you know full page, you know New York Times ad that they be that they be hanged or executed or whatever. Um, and now he's going to follow through and, and kill as many people on know, death row before he leaves office. He has five of them lined up. I guess that's what he's doing. It's like, well, I couldn't get those five, but I can get these five. But it's interesting that you brought up the Central Park Five because now that we're talking about something that happened in the early nineties, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it was it was so right, the, it was the before his birth shit. Has had a well established reputation for that long shows that the problems that that we've had in this country for the last four years are nothing new. Oh no, I mean the, there he is. He is the. Uh, it's like okay, there's been this slow burning fire that's been you know the the whole democracy the the kind of the, like the democracy that my my grandfathers fought for you know strongly believed in um the the way that that you know the 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 understanding of how it works. And the agreement that this is how we're going to do things, that's been on fire around the edges since, uh, like, McCarthy, you know, basically. Um, and, you know, when, you know, you, you just, just knock off the, the Republican presidents. Who, and I, I saw a really great metaphor for, for the way this works. You have a Republican. They dial shit to the right. Then a Democrat comes in promising to change things. They just hold it where it is. Then another Republican comes in. He dials it to the right. And then Democrat comes in and he holds it where it is. And they never turn it back to the left because uh, for a whole bunch of stupid reasons. But it seems as though the, the Democrats are literally just the hold on a ratchet. You know, they stop gap. They, they, you know, it goes tick, 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 and when it stops, they drop into place and keep it from turning back. You know, Nixon, Reagan, George W. Uh, I mean, George H. W. was just a blip, but George W. Bush, um, and then this fucking asshole, and he, instead of going three or four clicks to the to the right, he just fucking grabbed the handle and started cranking it. Just as soon as he got into office, we're going to do everything, which is, um, I, I I think is, you know, if the Democrats are going to do anything, which I, I just don't know, I, you know, I, I kind of doubt it because they're fairly worthless bunch of, of milk toast losers. Uh, hopefully the, the new insurgent left, the younger left that's coming in with AOC and, and that group. Um, can can fucking crack a whip and get some shit happening. I mean, Stacey Abrams has like single handedly changed the course of of politics in Georgia, and I think that the Democrats should be listening to her. Now, I don't think they will. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of talk that uh, that Biden's going to bring in um, what's his name, uh, P- uh, Perez. Pete Buttigieg. No, what's the uh, what was the, the guy the D- head of the DNC um, while Clinton was running? Um, Steel, um, per- Perez. That he was considering um, him for a really high cabinet post, and he's like absolutely ineffectual, 
just I'm, I mean, milk toast is a mild term for these fucking people. They and that's that's who rises to the top of the Democratic Party, is the l- most limp, the most just middle of everything. No real convictions. Just rah rah rah. We're Democrats and and you know this is lowest what, common denominator. Yeah, kind of thing. It's just I think Perez is the dude's name. I'm 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 not gonna look it up because I I don't feel like fucking with Google. But um, um, he was being considered Rahm Emanuel of all fucking goddamn cocksucking pieces of shit was being considered for a high position. I mean, that motherfucker should just be drummed out of politics altogether. Go get your fucking law degree and set up a law firm somewhere and fucking help, I don't know, go chase ambulances or something, you fucking worthless cunt. He can represent Um, wealthy banks along with Eric Holder. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's The Obamacon's attorney general. That's that's what he's done the entire... um, Right-wing scam artist. But like I said, that's that's what the the Democrats do is that they just they're they're just placeholders until the next Republican comes in. They they do they do repair work, you know. It's like oh fuck, they fucked up this thing. We'll fix that, and they fix fucked up this other thing. We'll kind of fix that, and you know we'll uh, the clean water. We'll we'll reinstate some of these things, and we'll also here's you know we'll be bring these EPA guidelines back up to where they ought to be, and. And right about the time they kind of have some of this just bureaucracy shit done, um, they get voted out. You know, I mean, Obama had all three houses of the government, and they did the ACA. That was the only thing of import that that fucking Congress did. And the the Affordable Care Act was inadequate. It's inadequate. It's broken. And, of course, it can't be fixed because the Republicans won't do anything to fix it. They're just trying to murder it. Um, but it was it was extremely inadequate and poorly designed. Um, there were a lot of flaws in it, but it's the only thing they could fucking do in two goddamn years. Meanwhile, Trump gets in, and within the first, like, six months, he's given a massive tax break to corporations. He's basically gutted the EPA. He has rolled back just regulation after regulation across industries. Um, he's imposed tariffs. He just came in and just one thing after a fucking another just hammered him in, did him any way he could, either through legislation, which which uh, w- w- the the Republicans were able to, to you know, oh, this is a, a you know a, a a bipartisan bill, and then the Senate would like go, yeah, we're also going to stick all this shit in it. And then the goddamn Democrats would go, well, okay, you know, and go along with it. I mean, fucking Pelosi. What are we going to do, man? I mean, how do we get rid of these fucking people? We, I, uh, you know, I love the idea of a third party, but third parties in this country have been just historically ineffectual and poorly done. You know, we don't have... um. DSA chapters throughout, you know, the United States that are doing outreach at a local level where, you know, they're going to, um, you know, say uh, 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 veterans um, homes, you know, or, um, uh, you know, even just veterans of America clubs, you know, where the old white people that vote go. 
you know, or are going to fucking high school events and making speeches, you know, uh, going going to uh, colleges and and uh, recruiting people. There, that's not happening. They're not trying to find people to fill the dog catcher position and the jailer and and all these little. They're they're small, but they make cumulatively they make a huge difference. That's what the Tea Party did. Now, of course, the Tea Party had you know a gazillion dollars from the Cokes behind them, but that's what they did. They came in and they got into government at every level. Now they're a bunch of dumb motherfuckers and they're fucking up the world. I mean, look at the library situation there in Murray. You know, I mean, they they are they're literally. Um, trying to shut down the library so that there's no money spent on it which is just just i mean it has it's got a lot to do with the the you know we can't have people thinking what i don't understand is is why not just shut down cities altogether i mean just shut like make it so that there is no united states anymore since it's all bad right government's bad let's just not you know officially have a country anymore i mean i think that the question of what can we what are we going to do about this is um i mean it's a it's a good question but i also think that it's it's too late and um and 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 who cares i mean i think uh the pandemic has just totally salted away the fact that america is a failed state and at this point i think it's better just to let it fail and when see, ethiopia has a better record than you do there's something wrong who? Ethiopia. They've got oh, like sure. fucking fifty cases of of COVID, or not? Not fifty. I mean, how do how do these other you know countries, much poorer, that we're always seeing them on television, and we've been told our whole lives, oh, you wouldn't want to live there. Like, look at look at how bad this is. And, you know, they don't have cable television, and <laughs> um, they have uh, they have you know mosquitoes and pythons and. But yeah, I mean, number one in the world, and it just it hasn't abated. And um, I just think that the the uh, issues that you were uh, summarizing uh, have really come to the point currently with the stalled talks on the stimulus package. And I think that the Democrats should just say, "Look, this is our final offer. You know, we want all of this, and you're going to include the aid for local and state governments, and this is it." And if you don't want to accept this, then you, Mitch McConnell, are going to have to tell the American people why you don't want to give anyone money and why you don't want to help anyone out. And what's so horrible about this and what the Democrats ought to be pointing out is that early on in the pandemic, the whole strategy by Trump and the Republicans was to blame the states and the governors and to put the all the onus on them to deal with a pandemic. Then they're going to turn around with having done that and say, well, the states don't need any money. And the only reason that the Democrats are asking for money for the states and the local governments is that they've done a, they haven't done a good job of managing their money, which is kind of a carryover from the stigmatizing <coughs> of people on uh, on welfare during welfare reform or the 90s. Like these people just they, they're not motivated. It's they the they big don't lie. have it together. And they're screwing up. And, you know, this is after what's so maddening about it is this is after the $700 billion bailout in 2008 of rich people, of Wall Street and investment banks. And now we have a pandemic with all these people hurting. You know, forget about ever getting universal health care. And we're having everything bogged down because this miserable 
uh, human being, you know, Mitch McConnell, may as well be the Antichrist, is saying, well, I'm not going to give any money because you, you're just, you just want free handouts for state and local governments. When it just it couldn't be more obvious that that really everybody in America is hurting. Like, how could you deny this? I mean, the, the, just the raw numbers of the pandemic. First of all, then the toll on the healthcare workers in the hospitals, but then also these long lines, these long food lines, and uh, and the unemployment. See, Dave, well, I'm just I, looking at, at a recent um, uh, Courier Journal about uh, things going on in Louisville that ten restaurants closed in Louisville. Over the past week, uh, including a, a place that I think you and I uh, know about, uh, Shenanigans on on Norris. I mean, that's a did it that's really institution oh, wow. in, in Louisville? Yeah, Shenanigans is closed. Uh, hold on just a second. I've got the um, uh, I've got the you know I I just like to point out right that, here. Let me reel <clears> these <throat> off real that, quick. Wait, 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 hold on, because I, I just throw this in here. I mean, the the reason Mitch McConnell's a vampire. He feeds off of of misery and and agony and and hurt. If you, I, I mean, if, I don't know if you've ever tried to do this. If you call Mitch McConnell's uh, office and it's been like this for at least fifteen years, you get a, a, a um, an answer that says his voicemail is full. You cannot, as a citizen, get in contact with him because he doesn't fucking care. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that he's probably not the only one like that. Except I don't think it's fair to vampires uh, <laughs> to call. He's a go- I mean, he's and, a ghoul of some kind. Um, I mean, but let's see. We've got um, <clears throat> Buckhead Mountain Grill, Captain's Quarters. Didn't we go there when we went to Whoa, go see Captain's Bernie Sanders Quarters? Right by you the, are fucking right by the river. No, uh, Captain's. No, Remember Cap- when we went to the Captain's, Qu- Captain's Quarters is down towards um, uh, the mouth of um, of uh, oh fuck, what's the name of that creek? Um, the um, Harrods Creek. Oh, is that uh, going out? Toward, yeah, it's it's um, it's out towards Prospect off of River Road. Prospect, it's on the river. Okay. It's a lot of people dock their boats there. And, but and I have in. been there. Wow! But see now that that's another institution. That's, I mean, that's a that's nice place. shocking to me because I mean it is the place where people in boats would just pull up and go into right to right. get a drink. You and it, it has an enormous fucking deck on it. I could how they couldn't you know just serve people outside safely. Oh, that's just that's you know, or find some way to take drinks out to the boats, or I, you know, I don't know. That's just awful. Yeah, because Captain's Quarters, wow. Jim Beam, Urban Stillhouse, Uptown Cafe, Shenanigans Irish Grill, and Cuvillion. Cuvillion. I don't know that one, but uh, all the rest of it. But I mean, Uptown Cafe and yeah, is a are, square those... in the middle of of the Highlands. Yeah, those are all places. I'm that guessing were that the Jim Beam place places. is one of those new places on on Bourbon Row. But I mean, if if any uh, city heavily depends on restaurants and bars for its local economy, it's definitely Louisville. And if these places are closing, I mean, that's got to be a pretty significant indicator of what's to come. Because oh, that's just in the last few weeks too. There have been a lot more. I mean, when and- we. When we come back on our next segment of the Modus Operandi podcast, Alan, I think we should talk about what the year 2021 is going to be like. 
I agree with you. Uh, so uh, we're going to listen to uh, whatever this is that's coming up. Um, I believe we've got uh, some Christmas products, which you have to order probably before you hear this. Hey, Joe. Hey, Marty. Did you hear about the big clearance sale at the Mopod Totally Real Retail Store? What? They're having a sale? Yes. Up to 80% off 2020 items like Summer Olympics Commemorative Dried Fish, the NBA 2020 Flight Tracker, the Robo Liquor 2000. Now comes with a mini liquor for free. The Mopod Guillotine Kit, a giant box of some kind of substance. Overfest t-shirts. The Mopod Tactical Abortion Pistol, now in pink. The Mopod Political Time Machine. Mopod-flavored mixed nuts. A shockingly painful slap to the back of the head. Pregnant geese. Mopod-brand military-grade toilet paper. And so much more. How long does this sale last, Marty? Until they've unloaded all this crap, Joe. Wow. We'd better hurry. Do they still have the G.I. Jim Jordan? There's only one way to find out. Visit Visit the the Mopod Mopod store. store. It's totally real. Hey, welcome back to the Modus Operandi podcast. Um, I continue to be Alan Miller, and I am continue to be joined by the one and only Dr. David Overby from uh, his hidden location somewhere in um, the wilds of America. Um, he's actually, and uh, he's, Alan, I just wanted to say um, hello um, once again to the viewer, and I just wanted to add that it's Ogrefest, Ogrefest, <laughs> it's time to hang out with the Ogre. The ogres, the ogres, the ogres. Ogres. If there has ever been a year of the Ogre Fest, it is 2020. That's yeah, got to no, be dude. somewhere on the Chinese calendar. It's a continuous, it, it's a celebration that never ends. It happens every day of the year. And this year, it's been doubling up. Uh, I, you know, who, who, who would start us off? Who's, who's your, your number one ogre so far this year? There may be another one before the end of the year, but this would be a good time to sort of round them up. God, for 2020? I mean, that's almost impossible. Oh, um, it's just, it's one dude. I mean, it's, let, let's, let's say other than Donald Trump, who, who, who's Well, next? sure. I mean, well, I, I maintain all along that, I mean, Trump is really the symptom of big time problems that have gone ignored. Um, yes, but he's I'll, the, I'll he's give, the physical mani- manifestation. So you know you can pretty much point at him and go, "Yeah, that's." I'll, that I'll guy say is that it's. Uh, I'll say Mitch McConnell. Okay, uh, I will. I'm not going to argue with you. Um, I think that uh, both he and Rand Paul um, have been very despicable. Of course, Rand Paul is just a little little baby vampire. Uh, McConnell Wait. has been. Um, God, Rand Paul's just fucking a horrible human. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Fucking hold on, hold on a second. You like um, him? Ogre Fest <laughs> 2020 award goes to Derek Chauvin, former Minneapolis police officer who knelt on George Floyd's <sighs> neck for eight minutes before killing George Floyd. That sparked months of hardcore protests and civil unrest that is still going on didn't we so have in a, terms of we just have a overall bo- being horrible what what's that we, didn't we have a failed product that was the bobblehead and people were were 
telling us that's that a they great were, idea. That, I mean, that, it's that, very that, sick and twisted. Well, well, no, I think that was your idea, and, and we we made it, and uh, <laughs> um, we were offering it along with another one of our our items as a free bonus. And people were writing us to tell us that they they were refused to buy it if we sent them the the the, the Chauvin uh, bobblehead, uh, hmm. which would be I think your description of it was that it was kneeling on a neck. Um, it was the only what that it was kneeling on a neck. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, it's uh, for a society that commercializes everything and and reduces human life to the cheapest form that you can imagine. I mean, just another commodity, another piece of property. One of the sad stories of those protests was the way that so many Americans reacted with far more alarm at the property being damaged than um, than the death of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Well, man, okay, I am gonna I'm gonna come down. Here's my ogre: um, is the the press? Um, they have fucking sucked hard. Since Trump no was elected, here. because they they couldn't figure out how to deal with this asshole, you know they didn't start off they 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 started off very very softly with him, and he just walked all the fuck over him, and they did they just bent over backwards trying to get him to behave, you know. Oh, okay, so if we're nicer to him, he'll be nicer to us. No, he's just a lying cunt. And the fact that they danced around for three and a half fucking years before they started using the word lie. I mean, NPR just started using the word lie to describe what Donald Trump does this year, just a couple of months ago. They've used shit like, you know, uh, uh, misrepresented the truth or uh, made demonstrably false statements. You know, he fucking lied. He's a liar. That is his entire being. Um, They've... they've, uh, it, it, and all through this uh, um, the pandemic, they should have just immediately started pissing all over everything that Donald J. Trump said. Um, but no, what do they do? They replay it over and over again, and then they might make some sort of like sort of weak comment about how well. But these people say that that's not true. Instead of just going, uh, the president lied today about the COVID, about this new virus that we have. Uh, science at this point is telling us that that this is what's true about it um as with anything you know that's brand new we are still learning about it and some of these things will be tr- will will turn out to be you know not not correct or uh we we might be understating something that later on will be very important we don't know but what donald j trump is saying is a lie it is there nothing agrees with what he's saying about this it is dangerous. It is killing people. It is it's making people extremely ill, and it's sneaky because most people that get it don't have any symptoms, so they can give it to other people and possibly kill them. They should have been saying that since the fucking beginning and just saying it over and over and over again. Instead, they kept showing that fucking lying son of a bitch lying. And there's a lot of people that's like, oh, if they just hear him say something, well, it's, oh, well, that, that that seems to make sense to me. And they're not going to listen to the person that comes on afterwards and says, yes, well, but... Uh, You're I, definitely correct about that they should have just 
started saying that from the beginning and continued to to say it because the the message that's repeated is the message that that gets through, and that's really the only message that there know, is. The, the you, Washington Post was the only publication that from the beginning called what he said lies. They started documenting his lies from shortly after inauguration because him lying about the size of his crowd was just one of those jaw droppers. It's like, what? Wait, what the? F- you're really you're you're actually saying this while we're looking at these this picture of your crowd. It's just oh, mind boggling. It really is. That's journalism in the age of National Pentagon Radio. So I've got a number for you, Alan, and I want you to tell me what you think it is. Okay. Number is four hundred and fifty-six million four hundred thousand. What's that uh, is that the estimated number of the full population in the United States of America? No, it's not. But you're on the right track. It's how many people in North America would need to be vaccinated to uh, bring about herd immunity? That's correct. The number of doses necessary to vaccinate doses. okay seventy percent because but you have to have the two shots right. So seventy mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. Of 326 million is 228 million, and 228 million times two is 400 and 456 million 400. Now, here's an interesting thing about that. Um, the uh, f- I think the Pfizer um, vaccine um, has an 80 percent efficacy rate with a single dose, so they um, could actually. Use they could give it to a single shot to a fairly large chunk of the population, and it would have still have a very very strong effect. Well, but, I was hearing about that earlier, and uh, to me, it just represents how half-assed everything in America is, and the cutting cor- cutting corners and cutting programs. Dude, and this Trump is another had a thing. chance to get to get an extra hundred million. Uh, I mean, he could have reserved those already. They could be in production, 100 million doses of this vaccine, and he wouldn't fucking do it because of exactly what you said. It's just like we've got to pinch pennies. Oh, you need $740 billion for the military? Let's make it $790 billion. If but we oh, have oh, we such need a, two. We need two billion dollars for COVID. Va- oh no, no, we no, we can't. If do we that. have such a great system, and if we have such a great economy, why do we always have to pinch pennies? And I know what people will say. It's like it's precisely because we always pinch pennies that we have such a great system. But that's turning it. That's going in reverse. That's, it that's, seems a, to that's me a complete lie because it's always. If you have to pinch pennies, it's when we invest money system. that we get we get results from it, not when we don't. I can I. I know exactly the answer to this. It's because then rich people won't be able to buy a fifth yacht. Right, it's greed. Yeah, that's, I mean, all of... They don't care. This is is what, especially Trump supporters don't understand, is that those people are just stealing from us. I mean, at this point, they have rigged the system to the point where their money just makes money for them at a pace 
that is impossible for anyone to spend. And none of it goes back into the economy. None of it goes back into the country. None of it goes back into companies. You know, it doesn't even go to the point where it's, you know, a company is expanding and hiring more people. Jobs, 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 creating jobs. Yeah, which is just a fucking falsehood. It is an absolute falsehood. You know, the only thing that the... Uh, here's an interesting little little tidbit that I just heard heard just the uh, what was it maybe yes day before yesterday, um, the mean, um, uh, the the mean um, income uh, 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 disposable income the mean disposable income for Americans went up this year um, by quite a bit. Now, a little bit of that is explained by the stimulus payments, the unemployment payments. I mean, that, that is income. So, you know, people spend that. But right. the fact is that a, a record number, number of people have dropped below the poverty level in the same period of time. And an enormous increase in the number of people who are food insecure – Americans who are hungry, including a lot, most, you know, over a quarter of them are children that are hungry and they're not sure where they're going to live. But the mean disposable income went up for Americans. What's happening is that there's this surge of money up to the top. You know, and they're starting to feel it, you know, kind of in the, you know, the families that make $200,000 a year. In other words, if there were 10 people in the world and one person had a million dollars and everybody else had $1, the mean would be everybody's got right around $100,000. Yeah, exactly. But that's a totally distorted yeah, representation it's, of it's what's... A, it's a really messed up way to look at, at things. It's like, oh, this is a record... Yes, but what's not, so ridiculous it's not a good about record. this is that it's impossible to even need some sort of numerical or analytical verification. Like, unless you've been on another planet for the last nine months, you can't not know what's going on. I mean, the uh, you have to know that people are. Uh, suffering tremendously. And another thing is you can't have it both ways. You can't talk about how we have to defy all of these lockdowns that are uh, attacks on our freedom and then turn around and say people don't need help because the economy is hurting. Like, which is it? Um, Al Franken had a really, he was talking about this on his podcast uh, recently that, um, uh, there's a lot of squawking about our rights. I got these rights. I got these rights. But those same people don't seem to realize that you also have obligations. You know, you have obligations to take care of your neighbor, to look out for those who are weaker than you, to, you know, and that's just, that is not in their formula at all. That, that you know, that's not a thing sure. for them. It's just a total base level. Um, infantile version of of selfishness. I mean, it it can't even be elevated to any kind of definition of of freedom, even if it's an inadequate definition that you would uh, disagree with. 
But what I'm curious about is, anyway, to go back to the thing with the vaccine, uh, I heard Fauci talk earlier, and he said that, unfortunately, if you only give people a dose, it it does give partial immunity, but it's only something like 54% effective, not 80%. And the problem with all of this is, I think, an even bigger waste would be to be using up these doses, but not getting people completely vaccinated. And so what has to happen is I agree that at the the front of the line, it should be the frontline healthcare workers, the nursing homes and the first responders. But after that, it's got to be that you get everybody vaccinated absolutely as quickly as possible. Yeah, there should be like every every parking lot in, in you know, and, you know, should be in America. Yeah, should in America place- should should have a line of people driving up, putting their arm out the window, getting stabbed with a needle. Right, and then and 21 they, days later, they yeah, get the and second you, dose, you, you, and you it get, would be over with. Yeah, and you get a you get a you 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 get a certificate, and then you get a text on your phone or an email or an actual phone call if you're or like, all of these if things. you're like my folks um, to remind you that it's time to go back and get another one. Right. And you know, you know, please schedule one because I mean that, that's worked fairly well with the COVID test, at least if you've got insurance. Um, this should be something that you should just be able to go. I want to get vaccinated, and they fucking line you up. You, there should not, there should never be a dollar that changes hands. You know that that's, right. I mean, there won't be any way to get the economy back on track until exactly. the pandemic that, is conquered. That the pandemic is the economy right now, and we're just we're we're not even treading water. You know, there are certain segments, very few of them, but there are certain segments that are doing really well because you know people just can't do things the normal way, so they have to use these segments. Uh, uh, excuse me, listener. Um, and I, I just, most, most businesses and most, I, I know that I, you know, since they made it where I can't get unemployment because, um, President Trump, um, uh, pulled the, changed the regulation without any sort of, you know, warning or anything that, um, uh, unemployment doesn't go to, uh, contractors anymore. Um, it did for a while, and actually, he was he he was saying that he was going to you know that that was never what it was supposed to be in in states that used that used the care money for that uh, would have to give it back. It's just uh just fucking crazy. Um, anyway, that so I I have no choice. I have to work. Um, I have to go out, and luckily, I right now have uh my current client. Um, I'm working outside. Um, I'm away from anybody. I'm not coming. I mean, I'm nowhere near a single other human. I, I can work just fine. Um, I get a little nervous going back and forth to my vehicle, you know, but I usually I just wear a mask and I keep my head down and um, usually don't run into anybody. It's um, I'm, I'm working down in Nulu, you know, which uh, for those that don't that are not familiar with uh, Louisville. Uh, Nulu is this section called, you know, basically New Louisville. Um, it is uh, from about uh, Preston Street. Uh, well, it's basically the interstate, which would be uh, of, of around Jackson or, or Logan or something like that. 
um, from there to uh, basically Baxter Station. So it's it's about you know a mile, something like that, three quarters of a mile stretch of of what was downtown was a very prosperous prosperous place. I mean, it was Market Street. Um, it was where the, a lot a lot of businesses were. And there's still some old buildings down there. There, you know, a lot of a lot of empty lots that have been turned into buildings. A lot of investment in that area. Uh, the value of that property has just just gone through the roof. Um, and uh, it was also a hotbed of restaurants. And it seems as though they're still managing to hold on. But I'm I'm starting to hear a lot of complaints about the way that some of them are doing it. Um, apparently, there's a Oh shoot, uh, Los Aztecos and and the the three other restaurants that that guy owns, uh, he's apparently been doing absolutely nothing about social distancing or masks or any of that stuff, um, and which is just not good. I mean that that's not fair in a lot of ways. You know, it's like okay, you're you're going to just ignore the rules and then you're basically the people that are abiding by the rules are losing business because you're there spreading a disease. Uh, but, um, uh, I like Wiltshire pantries down there. I don't think they've been open for dining since this shit started. They're doing catering and, um, you know, basically just they're doing catering, which is what Wiltshire pantry started with. So I guess maybe she's just going to, I mean, she owns that property, so anyway, I don't know why I'm getting into this, the small weeds of this, but well, that's the, that's, the that's thing... an area that's empty, and it used to be full. I mean, full of people all the time. There were always people on the sidewalk, uh, people at the outdoor cafes, people going in and out of restaurants, and a lot of times I can walk down Market Street from the middle of, of that block there, which is... Uh, by Wiltshire Pantry, basically, I, I, I come out from where I'm working by Wiltshire Pantry. I can walk all the way to the corner of Clay and Market and, and then across the street and go to my car and meet no one and see no one. It's but a lot just of ways, fucking it's shocking. Kind of typically uh, what Louisville as a desolate, desolate place has been. I mean, I remember walking up and down Bardstown Road on a Saturday when it's 72 degrees outside and I wouldn't see more than two people walking for half an hour. I mean, Louisville's not really much foot traffic. Um, yeah. But here's, but here's it, the thing. Tell not me what not so th- true of New Louisville. I, I mean, I used to, I worked down there a lot of times up on a roof that's right above, mm-hmm. uh, uh, right right above there at Clay and Market. Garage Bar is is right there, which is, you know, has an enormous outdoor area. There would That would be full of people, and there would be, Lots and lots of people, especially uh, young ladies in short skirts with uh, with heels on, uh, walking up and down through there. Um, there are a lot of people just basically showing off. The them. perks of Alan's job. Oh, dude, I, that's a good view from up there. I'm telling you, three stories above, they have no idea you're shooting them with a telephoto lens. And anyway, um, yeah, the uh, actually I do have some some really good pictures of of girls from up there, but um, they're they're artful. Um, the um yeah i mean it's just it is very very strange that there i mean there will be nobody down there at noon at lunchtime i mean at, at least at lunchtime people have parked somewhere around there and are walking to the restaurant they're going to because there aren't any parking lots 
You know, there there's it, there was always that foot traffic. I mean, you just you could not walk down the sidewalks at noon in the Nulu area and not be dodging people. I mean, it was very much New Yorky, you know, as far as like how many people were out moving around. And there's nobody now. And there hasn't been. I've been down there working for for five weeks now, I guess. So when the weather was super nice last month, uh, nobody. I mean, nobody. It's it's very very weird, uh, you know. And I don't. I can't wait for it to get back to that. But who's going to be left? When we come back on the Modus Operandi podcast, I'm going to ask Alan how long he thinks it's going to take everyone to get vaccinated. Marty? Marty? What's up, man? Oh, hi, Joe. I I just realized the end of the year is coming, and there are so many people I didn't buy presents for. (laughs) There, there, Marty. 2020 has given you a gift. What? It's the only good thing about 2020. You can blame Donald J. Trump for fucking up the post office. So you've got plenty of time to order wonderful products from the Mopod Totally Real Retail Store. It's a Christmas miracle. So I can order the Mopod reusable wool tampons? Yes. The Mopod collection of homeopathic bottles of water? Yes. The not at all fraudulent Mopod life insurance policies? Yes. The Mopod David Chauvin bobblehead? Yes. Nobody wants that. The Mopod meditation tapes on 8-track? Wait, what? Mopod scented candles? That's not a thing. The Ogrefest G-string? Oh, uh, yes. Official Ogrefest nipple clamps? Yes. Mopod matching David and Alan Prince Albert loops? Sure. All of the wonderful Mopod brand products on sale? Wonderful may be too strong of a word, but yes. I guess there's only one thing left for you to do. Visit, Visit the, the Mopod, Mopod store. store. It's totally real. Uh, so one of the things that it seems to me is whenever you have restaurants close, especially established places, it means that everybody that is working at those places no longer has money to spend. So now they're not going out. And then that's going to erode the income the not getting the spending from these people right every every time a business shuts down or has to furlough people or law, lay people off um however you want to name f- firing people short term but especially if if a whole business goes under because there's there's not only the loss of the spending by the employees, which ought to be taken up by unemployment insurance, but is not right now. Um, um, and people are, are starting to run out of that. I mean, you get 15 grand, that's the limit. And, you know, I, I, I think I might've run mine out. I'm not really sure. I don't think so. I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting very much, uh, from it, but I was getting some and it was enough to allow me to stay home you know, I would get, just go to my shop and, and work on lamps instead of having to go to somebody's fucking house and do stuff. But, um, hey, America. Uh, 
I forgot what my point was. I got so. How long before everybody gets vaccinated? How long before seventy percent that we can get the two hundred and twenty-eight million people the two doses they need to shut this thing down? If we do it, it will probably be about this time next year. I, yeah, I I'm mean, not. I, I'm not sure that we can. Because of the anti-vax bullshit. Sure, but I'm saying let's bracket that issue. Like, assuming that everybody who wants to get vaccinated gets vaccinated and we can get 70... A a year from today. Yeah, I mean, that's just way too long. Way, way too long. I'm not disagreeing with you, but it's just unacceptable. Yeah, we're we're talking probably by... Early March, we might have a hundred million people vaccinated. Maybe by early March, which will be a big step forward. It will it will drastically reduce the deaths. Um, uh, hospitals will be able to concentrate on younger people with problems, and, and that'll clear up hospitals um, and give those poor fucking people a break. Oh my God. Can you imagine being a goddamn nurse or an ICU doctor? Yeah, that's got to be right absolute. Oh, Jesus Christ, man! Nightmare. Just, I mean, and it's the way that it's just gone on and on. I know, and, on. and you're just death, death, death. You know, there's people. Well, the incredibly long hours. I mean, it's yeah. Um, oh yeah. I think that definitely the healthcare system is is broken. There's no way it can't be. I mean, oh, I know we've, that we've we've cut we've cut the number of beds available down to nothing because it's all about profit. Um, nothing is ever going to be in our our urban hospitals. Announced, but. Our, our central centralized urban hospitals are, have been closed because they're not profitable. Not profitable, but right? they, they're but not they, able to do those elective procedures. And, and, and they they serve so many people, but that's not the point of them. The point is to make but, money. But the thing is, this is nothing new because one of the big stories in Louisville going before the, the pandemic happened was Jewish Hospital and yeah. how it was probably going to close, but maybe some group out of California was going to buy it up or something. I mean, it's just miserable. Like you, you so you're going to add a billion dollar basketball gym when you already have one called Freedom Hall. You add that, but then you're going to lose a hospital. Oh, dude! They built. That's a, what you. That's what you think is good for your society. They, they that, that's why America's fucking, great. They built a fucking professional soccer stadium. They've built it during this fucking COVID shit. They started about a year before, but they've been building it the entire time. It's being finished. See, our right society now. just does not work and on any kind University of supply of, and demand. University of Louisville presence. has three soccer fields that are almost that big. And they're all empty, too, all the time. Yep. 90, 90% of the time, yep. unless there's... How long does a soccer game last? Does and how, last much, how much would it have cost to, to, just, to just put bigger bleachers on one of them? You know, as, as, as opposed to taking out a huge, huge chunk of, of, uh, of stuff, of land down near the riverfront. And sticking a goddamn... I just... I just infuriatingly dumb. Um, I, I, I just think that if it's going to take until December before enough people are vaccinated that the pandemic is under control, I have to think that 
that 2021 is going to be an even worse year than 2020. Oh, yeah, it's going to be awful. Because at least 2020 came after a normal year, like everything was intact. But now the country's been really weakened. And for once, it just needs to be able to put everything aside, get these doses manufactured, and get people jabbed. And it's not going to do that in any timely fashion. It's going to take forever, and it's going to be drawn out. And I don't see how, if it, and I agree with you, I think it's going to take about that long. So you're talking about 2022. You're going to go through two years of this and then think it'll just be okay. And yeah, there's no, no way that's going to happen. Yeah, it's a, a this this is one of the most bizarre times to be actually trying to sell shit to people that has ever existed because people want stuff and and you know unfortunately that that disposable income thing that I you know mentioned earlier that does mean that there are people that have money that want to buy things and since they're living in their houses you know I I make these really fancy lamps out of driftwood and I'm just like trying to figure out how to you know market them to people that are in their house wanting a beautiful thing to put on their uh, on their I, I don't know their their end table or on their their piano or whatever uh, and it's just like it's out there it's available to just a small chunk of people but most people their jobs are doing things for other people in person. What are they supposed to do? You know, what do you do with your life when you literally, there's nothing to do? You know, I mean, not everybody wants to learn a new language or, you know, acquire a new skill. They just wanted to, to go to work and hang out with their friends and make supper for their kids and, then you know, put up rinse repeat until death do us part. But right, I, and in and, fact, and, our our culture is you know very much kind of discourages people that are impromptu and not just stuck to the routine. But so I mean, we be, we all have our routine, and I don't think anybody's routine hasn't been you know drastically altered. I mean, you know, is is I mean as a as a, a a contractor and somebody that fixes houses, you know, I I spend a lot of times, a lot of lot a lot a lot of time while I'm working, I do it by myself. So that's not that different. But I still got to stick a mask on if I'm going to walk near anybody else. I still, you know, everything's changed. I can't just jump out of my car, run into a store, grab. I've got to put on my mask. Um. You know, get everything arranged so I touch as little of my shit as I can while I'm in there. Go in, get what I want. You know, I'm wearing a KN95 mask always. Uh, come out if if there is hand sanitizer in the place, I will slather my hands in it before I touch anything else, so that I am also you know sanitizing the thing I'm touching. And then when I get back to the car, I put put my shit in the car. And as soon as I'm in the car, I uh, put hand sanitizer on. I rub all the surfaces I've touched. 
What the fuck, man? That's it's a it's it's a fucking horrible life. I mean, that's just all there is to it. With the constant fear that you can can get this. Oh, dude, my bass player got it. So, and I was uh, he started getting sick Friday evening. I was over there Thursday morning. Um, I stopped in to grab something. Um, he was working. Um, I just, I don't think I got any closer than my, like 10, 15 feet away from him. Uh, we said, we talked for just a minute um, and I split. But I was in, you know, in the, it, it's, you know, it's my house there on Preston. He's, he and uh, his uh, girlfriend are renting it uh from me and we've got a rehearsal space over there so and it plus my shops in the garage so it's i it's working out great um and uh uh but you know i mean i was in there so i you know he had the the furnace running with it on circulation and um so you know i could have been exposed but i, I i've tested negative since then but here's the fucking terrifying thing while he's sick um and he just He's he's not good with with uh, with adulting yet. He's 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 uh, a much younger guy, and it, a lot of this stuff is I, I'm having to just basically force him to do. Uh, but he, I mean, he didn't know what his insurance number was or anything, and and so he he ended up taking his test uh, with through a drive through at a Walmart, and he tested positive. But it was fucking ten days after he got sick, before he got his results. Jesus. I know it's retarded. I got mine two days after, and um, now when did this happen? Uh, this was through uh, Thanksgiving week. He was okay. The, the fri- so by the fr- now, then I mean you're fine. Yeah, because- the, the Friday. Oh, well, I mean I've tested negative. I I I, I don't have it. Uh, the, but the, you can test negative and then a day or two later test positive. Oh no, it's, it's- the, the amount of time after because I didn't I didn't get myself tested. Until he tested positive, okay. So that was that was you know almost two. Yeah, weeks, I imagine. Yeah, everything. Almost gone. two weeks after um, I con. But, you, I but it's not him. like that's the only moment of risk that you. Oh face. no, it's I mean, it's it'll... it's constant. But that was the worst one because I know that he had it, um, and I know that 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 both both he and Destiny had it. Um. So, I, but I mean, kind of the nice thing about that now is that they're, I mean, they're relatively immune for the, for the present. Um, right. and they, they should have stopped, um, shedding. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not real worried about going over there. Of course, I still, you know, this is unlike before times. I mean, there's usually, we are doing everything we can to stay far away from each other. And I mean, we are, we're playing in a band. So of course we, I mean, you just can't, you can't play and sing and and yell at each other and stuff with masks on it's just not going to work um so but that i mean that's my bubble um we've not we've not reached the point like uh california where where i mean they're they're um uh head of their disease control uh people uh she said that it's like your bubble is burst stay home uh, you know, there, there's no. You should not be seeing anybody that does not live with you. That, that's what's happening in California right now. Yeah, I've also heard that the hospitals in Central California have uh, collapsed. Like yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they're overwhelmed. They're, I mean, people are dying because they can't get treated. 
That's and what that's going to do. See, is it's going to make the mortality rate not just of COVID, but everything go mm-hmm. up because mm-hmm. you can't get treated. Yeah, your the ICU beds are full, so if you come in from a car accident, you're fucked. You know, you I mean, got the thing you, is, you, you've, you've got to hope that somebody dies, and they can sanitize the room in time to get your ass in there. This is um, this is kind of the really sad and and maddeningly frustrating thing. But it 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 would be one thing if the vaccine weren't ready and we were being told. I mean, you, you know, vaccines take a long time, but it's actually here. But America is going to dither, right? It's going to it's always going to be the total. Con- uh, contradiction of what it claims to be the poorly motivated you know unable to get the job done uh, not able to come through in the clutch you know actually uh, I think there that, just won't be any sense of urgency I think it's very possible that today the independent panel has has cleared the uh, uh Pfizer, Pfizer that they I think that that one may have been cleared today and from what I've heard uh, the FDA sh- would would probably um, have it w- would approve it for use uh, within 24 hours of that so I, it, it sounds to me as though it's reached the point where they might actually be sticking it in people's arms next week now the big problem is is that they don't have the 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 uh, six hundred million doses that would be appropriate to have on hand at this point, right? Um, which is, I mean, you have to ask why not? I mean, once the oh, thing like I gets, said, they, Trump had a chance to get a, an extra hundred million available right now, and he turned it down. So why in the world would a single person in America like Donald Trump or think he was a good president? Oh, I don't know, man. There's it. There's nothing. You're a there's, psychopath. You there's know, you nothing like the rational. Idea. There's there's nothing rational about those people. It's beyond nothing. that, though, man. It's it's pathology, is what it is. It's you know wanting other people to get sick and die. I mean, that's why I think so oh, many no, no. people are. No, 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 no. Uh, you've got that wrong. They don't believe that people are getting sick and dying. That's impossible. They, I. It is not impossible. These well, you are, were saying that even the one people, person who was dying said, "This isn't happening to me." Didn't yes, you? Were yes. you telling me that? Or yes, yes, and that—that that is, I've. But do I've, you think they really believe it? I mean, I just don't see how you could be in the hospital sick and know you're about to die. I mean, it's one thing to say something. I know people do say things and tell lies, and they may really believe it. But in this case, do people really believe it? It's it's terrifying, isn't it? I mean, it's terrifying. It's 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 more terrifying than the virus because the virus at least you can't really attribute agency and character like it's just this thing. Dude, there that are does there what it, are millions of people that be, that believe the QAnon conspiracy. Millions. Well, they say they do. That's I guess that's the question I'm getting. No, like, no. I, I tend I mean, to think you, that these you, people know you, what's going on and they. They no, want to I, see other people suffer. No, no, I, I, so they just, I, I, I really think that you're giving people way too much credit for for their lack of being delusional. Because the, they, 
Well, I don't think I'm giving people credit because I'm saying that they're psychopathic versus delusional. <laughs> no, but you're 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 um you're attributing them with a consciousness that I don't think they have. That they they literally are living this um uh oh, what's the word for it? Uh hallucination? No, it's 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 where you're you're living where two different things are true at once. There's like the cognitive dissonance. Yeah. They they are they've okay. I, I here's my theory. From the time they're young, they're going to evangelical churches. Everything about an evangelical church is in opposition to reality. Everything they tell you. Um there's demons, they really exist. They don't. They, um, you know, that you're, if you give us money, you'll get money back. That doesn't happen. Uh, and just on and on and on. But you have to, and you can't question for a moment, you know, what it is that the church is telling you. Because even if you read the Bible and you say, but, but, but right here it says this. Oh, no, 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 no. See, you have to, and they explain it away. So their entire lives are based in cognitive dissonance. And this is also true for, for hardcore Catholics. And, and, uh, well, and, and, I was just going to say, I and, mean, and, the and, evangelicals... And also, also Mormons. Uh, but, right. But I mean, the evangelicals... evangelicals are the worst. Because they, they literally... They, I mean, these are the people that are, that are fucking drunk and, 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 and butt-fucking-bare-naked on saturday and then they're in church holier than thou on sunday okay, but think about what you just said though they so they they are hypocrites and if they're hypocrites then there's i think there's something to what i'm saying no they, no they're, they're there's they're not hypocrites they're living in a state of cognitive dissonance where this can happen but at the same time this other thing is true and it's still true for them despite that fact and that's the thing with evangelical Christian, uh, Christianity is that you're forgiven. You know, you just have to ask for, you know, just pray to Jesus and tell him, you know, I'm sorry. And everything's fine. So everybody else should be not having abortions, not having sex, not drinking, not dancing. But I can do it because I pray to Jesus on Sunday. And, yeah, I think I think what you're describing is is just uh, being two faced. It's not such it, a it, it, it isn't. It isn't because they. I don't think two faced is exactly the right um, terminology for it because I really don't think that they understand that there's two sides. Well, uh, but but I think that that with with a lot of these people, they just like a bully. They like Trump because he's a bully and. You know, bullies are notorious for being hypocrites and two-faced. Like they'll they'll be they'll be bullying, but then they'll turn around and they'll smile and they'll pretend to be friendly and project an image to protect the fact that they're uh, a bully. And of course, one of the you know Trump is notorious because he's never even attempted to pretend not to be um, what he is. And I mean, it isn't all evangelical evangelicals who like Trump. I mean, lots of people. Like Trump, I mean, simply fiscal conservatives, um, who I mean, they may go to church, but they're not 
Yeah, but see, they see him as the useful fool, and those people are evil to begin with. Well, right. But but that's what I'm saying, is is that uh, at least some of the, the problem here is the the desire to see other people suffer and to think that it's the way things should be. Well, it is. People should suffer. And you know what that means, Alan? <sighs> it means nothing good is ever going to happen again. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Modus Operandi Podcast. This episode was recorded at the IFPR Studios in Louisville, Kentucky, and the Bad Teacher Studios in an undisclosed secret bunker. With Dr. David Overby and Alan Miller. Produced, engineered, edited, and mixed by Alan Miller. Music by the Institute for Psychic Reform. Intro remix by Hydropod. Please join us again soon for the 208th episode by subscribing to the show wherever you get podcasts. Search for us on Facebook or wherever. A poorly kept webcage with uh, recent episodes is available at psychicreform.com slash mopod. That's psychicreform.com slash mopod. Where you can also find the RSS feed to directly subscribe to this show. Search for Alan Evil on Twitter for weird freeform poetry, but not the Alan Evil that's been suspended, the one that's Big Al in a bunch of numbers. Listen to him uh, reply to the unhinged tweets of our liar-in-chief and the occasional cute animal video. The Mopod gift store is a fictional entity and the products advertised are imaginary. Mopod! Stay safe, wear a mask, and maintain a safe distance from others. Good night.